guys, and welcome back to another episode of Fit and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your brains coach and just someone here to share with you all the brain tools you can use to feel, look, and do your absolute best. Guys, today I thought it would be a great time to talk about intuition. I know I promised you learning and creativity episodes, but those I decided to do on Monday and Tuesday. Today, you're going to learn how to use your very powerful, as it turns out, intuition to come up with the best answer to questions you have in your life, to problems, to business, relationship, personal life problems. Like, how do we use that amazing, powerful, so underestimated tool to come up with the best answers to build the life we want to build? And also, you're going to learn when you should listen to your intuition and when maybe research and asking other people is the best course of action. There is actually quite a lot of research and uh, data from neuroscientists that tells us um, how intuition works, what it is, and how to use it for the best possible solutions. So let's just jump right into that. So what is intuition? Intuition is a summary of our experience plus the external cues that we get from our environment. And all of that, our subconscious combines when we are presented with certain dilemma or with certain problem or question. So the summary of our past experience, what's happening around us right now. So our subconscious summarizes all of that and comes up with the answer. And it is translated into bodily sensations that we call gut feelings. So we kind of have this dilemma, problem, question, right? And we have this feeling that this is probably the right answer. So that what actually is happening in your subconscious. You know, our subconscious is basically, it's not something, you know, mysterious and metaphysical and something, um, I don't know, poorly understood. What neuroscientists mean by subconscious stuff is what is beyond our conscious awareness right now, right? What we're consciously aware of right now, our thinking brain is dedicated to the most important issues at hand right now, you know, like getting some food, getting some exercise, speaking with that person, doing that work. So that is what we are consciously aware of. But there is also a lot of stuff happening on our subconscious level. The reason why we are not aware of that is because it is not useful to be aware of everything at the same time. It's going to be in it would interfere with the effectiveness of our day-to-day activities, right? So some stuff we are consciously aware of, usually the stuff that we are engaged with right now. And then there is a lot of other stuff happening uh, on the background. You know, the brain takes care of our respiration, of our uh, digestion, of our heartbeat, of our blood sugar regulation. There is a lot of stuff happening all the time. Then we are not really consciously aware of that what it is. 
beyond or subconscious level. That's what it is. And so intuition is also there. We have a lot, a lot of stuff in our brain. You know, our experiences, years and years of that knowledge. And uh, it is, we're not all the time aware of that. We are only aware of that when we need it at the moment. But our subconscious, it is always there. It doesn't disappear anywhere. And so when we are presented with some, again, dilemma, problem, um, question, our brain will try to use all of the resources available to come up with the best possible solution to help us to thrive in this specific situation, right? So our past experience, what's happening around us now, and then we get this translated as bodily sensation, not so much as language. You know, language is a prefrontal cortex thing. It's quite a, a new uh, phenomenon. And um, it is not that precise, actually. Language is not the most precise thing that um, our body, our brain communicate with us uh, with. So first, we are aware on that, you know, intuition solution through our body. And then we kind of learn, try to put it into words. First, we get this gut feeling. So now you understand that what intuition is. And possibly what it isn't. Now let's talk about when is it best to use your intuition to get the answers, uh, solutions to um, certain um, issues, problems, dilemmas in our life. When is it best to use it? And when is it best to use more deliberate analysis, you know, conscious thinking, uh, analyzing data and coming up with solution that way? Or perhaps asking other people. So when is it best? Well, usually your own intuition would work much better than anything else, than precise analysis of complex problems. Usually your intuition works better when you have a lot of experience in the area where you are trying to solve this problem or find this solution, right? Let me give you my example. I've been in nutrition and health and fitness world for basically 20 years now. So my intuition is quite good. I do have a hunch, right? When my gut tells me, this doesn't sound right. That is probably true even before I analyze all the data in a specific study or in a specific book, in a specific theory, my gut, gut, my intuition will probably work quite well in that. And that's because I have years and years of experience, of work, of learning. That's where our intuition as is at its best. When we are presented with a complex problem that takes all of our experience and a lot, a lot of data to come up with the best possible solution when the issue is complex, but, you know, relationships, for example, are also complex. A lot of things in our life are complex. So when we are presented with this complex problem and uh, there is now no easy way really to like Google it, right, and come up with answer. And we have years and years of experience in that area. You know, for example, if you take relationships, you have your own experience, years of it by default, right, living your life. Um, but maybe if there is a specific problem in personal relationships, like you end up with the same problem over and over and over again, then, you know, maybe your intuition is not the best in that in that specific problem because you don't have a positive experience that can help you in that area with that question, with the problem right now. So what do we do then? The best way is to consult the experienced expert because they helped to solve this problem. 
Um, they helped a lot of people to solve this problem. They probably helped themselves and they do not have this problem. And they probably work through that problem. And also because they are expert in that area, they've been spending years and years and years of studies and work in that area. They do have pretty good intuition. Even without going in depth into your case, your their solution, the solution, the intuitive answer of the expert will be much better than you'll ever be able to come up with. That's why, you know, I'm kind of like anti-Google research when um, when I talk to a lot of people and they say, well, now we have Google and we know better, everything better than our doctors, for example. I don't agree with that. Reading a few articles on Google and having 20 years of experience working with patients, they're not comparable, right? Sometimes people get mad at me, like, so what do you say? My knowledge is inferior? And I'm saying, yes, if you didn't work your whole life in that area like somebody else did, your knowledge is inferior. And that's why, you know, also when you approach a professor of a certain area and you're trying to tell them that you know better, you know, you might read uh, an additional article that they haven't read yet, but that doesn't cancel years and years of their experience, right? So sometimes we do get cocky, like I know everything. Experience still matters. And so when, do, when should you listen to your intuition? When you have your own positive, meaning effective experience in that area where you have years of uh, learning and uh, work experience in that area, that's where you should listen to your intuition when you need to uh, come up with the answer with the solution to a complex problem. Um, and if you don't have that experience, simply find the expert that you feel um, is capable of coming up with that answer. You know, a lot of times those experts, they wouldn't even need to spend much time on the same problem. They'll give you the best answer, the answer that is much better than your own right away. And that's why I'm such a proponent. If you can ask an expert, do that. It will save you a lot of wasted time, energy, and often money. So that's about intuition and when sh you should use it and when you should not. When you should, when we should not use it is when we present it with a complex problem that we have no experience with and we just have a feeling. Guess what, guys? Maybe your day was either good or bad and that's why you have that feeling. If you do not have experience to support that gut feeling, it's probably just a fluke and that's where you need to consult an expert or at least do a very good, whatever, you know, best possible um, analytical uh, decision-making process, you need to do that instead of listening to your intuition, right? Because that's when your, your intuition is not your best friend. Um, now let's talk about an interesting stuff, flip of a coin. How to use flip of a coin to Figure out what your intuition actually wants you wants to tell you. Sometimes we do have the experience. We, or maybe we're the only ones who are capable of making this decision in our life, in our business, right? Maybe it's something new that um, nobody really has experience with. So you kind of have to listen to your intuition, and you have the experience, but you're still not sure. You're kind of like um, on the edge, right? Should it go this way or that way? And they both kind of feel um, okay. So flip a coin, and I'm not joking here, 
and you'll understand why. So flip a coin. Of course, before flipping a coin, you decide, okay, if um, this side comes up, then I'm going to take this um, route. If that side comes up, I'm going to take that route. So you make a decision, you flip a coin, and then when you see the outcome, that's where the magic happens. See how you feel. Tune in, like stop for a moment and see, are you satisfied with the answer or not? You know why? Because your intuition already has the most satisfactory answer. Your intuition already decided on the course of action. You're just not consciously exactly aware of that. Sometimes it's not that easy to hear your intuition. So when you flip a coin and you come up with a certain answer, if this answer feels good, then pursue this course of action. If this answer feels off, that means your intuition came up with a different answer. You just didn't have the guts to follow that answer. Or maybe it just wasn't that tuned into intuition. So uh, what neuroscientists tell us is when our intuition comes up with the answer that we are not yet aware of, and when we try to take a different course of action, it's going to feel like a threat, like something is off because your nervous system didn't come up with that answer actually. And when you pursue the course of action that is in alignment with your intuition, that's when you feel good. Like, yeah, I feel good about that course of action. It it feels aligned. It feels good. That's how you use flip of a coin in a smart way. You'll just check. Okay. Now I'm taking this course of action. And if it doesn't feel good, if it feels off, that is not the course of action that your intuition came up with. So kind of cool. I was um, I was familiar with that phenomenon from my personal experience, you know, when I would say to myself, okay, I'm just taking this um, action if I can't make a decision. And then it will feel off. I'm like, nah, probably that one is better. And that's when you truly know what your intuition was telling you, even though you might have not been aware of that. So that is how you use flip of a coin to talk to your intuition. Pretty cool, right? So try it next time you're presented with a um, problem that you are having hard times uh, deciding on, like what's best, this or that, right? Flip a coin and uh, see how you feel about every answer. And the last but not least today um, is about how to how to better listen to our intuition. Actually, there are two points. Number one, how do you work with your intuition? How is it best to consult your intuition about a specific question you have? Intuition works best when it has incubation period. What it means is to come up with your eureka, eureka moment, you know, like Einstein or that was Einstein who was uh, thinking about a problem and then in the bus stop one day like, here we go, and I got the answer. So to come up with your own insights like that, you need to pose a complex question, a complex problem. The more precise, like the better it is formulated, the better solution uh, you're going to have chances to come up with, right? So you pose the question and then 
You let it sit there while you are engaged in something not related. Is something something usually not uh, too cognitively engaging, right? So you pose a question and then do something. Go for a run. Uh, go do some gardening. Uh, go do play some music. Go uh, dance. Do something that does not require all of your cognitive power to process. Even better, sleep on it. Uh, take a nap on it. That's where your brain is really kind of like off while uh, working on this problem. Your brain is never truly off. You know, it's always online, right? So doing those kind of things, first posing the question, really good question, really good problem, and then letting it just sit there, taking a shower, taking a bath, going for a run, going for a walk, going for a swim, go dancing, play music. Let your subconscious work on that problem. And after that, you might flip a coin and decide on the course of action, right? So this is how the best method to ask your intuition to work on a problem. And the second thing is about getting better at hearing your intuition and your gut reactions. Um, A specific tool for that is mindfulness meditation. Um, the best tool, the best mindfulness meditation to develop your gut feeling, to hear it louder, the best mindfulness meditation is interoception focused. Interoception is our ability to sense what's happening inside our body. So what I'm trying to say is the best meditation for that, and you might do it five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, the more consistent you are, the better you'll get at hearing your intuition and gut feeling. So five, 10 minutes a day, what you do is you sit down, lay down, and you tune in into some feeling inside of your body, whether that's your heartbeat, whether that's your breathing, whether that's a right toe on your leg, uh, on your food, whatever that sensation is in your body, maybe what's happening in your stomach or just, you know, kind of scanning your whole body. Focus on what's happening inside of your body because that's how you'll start hearing what's happening inside of your body better. I've been practicing that kind of meditation for 20 years now. And so I'm always, for example, aware of my heartbeat. And I am very, very aware of what's happening in my gut and everywhere. Sometimes it's kind of, you know, makes me a little bit more too sensitive. But that's why I always hear my intuition loud and clear. It's like, (laughs) you cannot ignore it. That is so loud, right? Um, But for some people, I notice that it's not the case at all, and they're more outward focused on the world outside, and that's when it's harder to hear that voice, usually, you know, uh, softer and not that loud voice of intuition and gut feeling. So this mindfulness meditation that is focused on what's happening inside of our body, not in the outside world, will help you to develop that intuitive feeling that will help you to use your own expertise and experience in a much more profound and um, effective way. So that's it, guys. I hope you found this episode very interesting because a lot of us want to learn how to be more in tune with what's happening in our heart, in our body, and to come up with better answers for our life, like what course of action to take, like in that career path or in that relationship or um, in that um, education path, whatever that might be. 
learning to tune into our intuition, our experience, our knowledge um, is a very powerful thing. And it can produce profound insights that can um, change our the course of our life in such a profound way, right? So learn it. It's a skill. And also, you know, flip a coin and now you know how to use it by science. It's not that stupid, actually. Uh, and use that quality of your nervous system that your subconscious kind of always comes up with answer first. You just don't always hear it. So use the coin to to figure out what that answer is, right? Um, understand what your intuition is, understand when to listen it, to it, and when to drop your ego and listen to someone else. Right? Just know that experience, it also matters. And that's it for today, guys. Let me know how you like this episode. Let me know if you try this flip uh, of a coin experiment and how it goes. I always like hear stories about the tools that I'm giving uh to you on this podcast, share this episode with other people so you'll really learn it and remember it because when we get to teach, we get to learn it twice and we also kind of take ownership of this uh, knowledge. Also, rate our podcast on iTunes if you are an iPhone user. Uh, put us some feedback there. Always happy to read that. And till next time, start practicing your intuition superpower. Talk to you soon, guys. Stay tuned and stay intuitive.